Welcome to Puritans Read, where we read aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode 15 of The Christian's Daily Walk by Henry Scudder. He's discussing mortifying your sin, and he continues. Second, grieve heartily for your sins, James 4, 9. Job 42.6, 2 Corinthians 7.10. Conceive deadly hatred against them and displeasure against yourself for them. These, like a corrosive, will eat out the life and power of sin. Third, make no provision for the flesh, to fulfill the lusts of it, Romans thirteen fourteen, but be sober in the use of all worldly things, First Corinthians seven twenty nine to thirty one. This, by little and little, will starve sin. Fourth, avoid all objects and occasions of sin, Job thirty one one, Proverbs twenty three. 20 to 31. Yea, abstain from the appearance of it. 1 Thessalonians, verse 22. This will disarm sin. Fifth, when you feel any motion unto sin, whether it arise from within or from without, resist it speedily and earnestly by the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. 1 Peter 5, 9, Acts 8, 20. As your Savior did, Matthew 4, 4. And as Joseph did, Genesis 39, 9. For which cause it must dwell plentifully in you, Colossians three sixteen. Thus you shall kill sin, that you may strengthen the inner man, by the Spirit, whereby you may not only mortify the deeds of the flesh, but bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. Do thus, first, apply Christ, risen from the dead, to yourself, particularly, Romans 4, 24 and 25, 6, 4. Believing that God, by the same power, quickens you, and raises you together with Christ, Ephesians 2, 5 and 6, to walk in newness of life, reckoning yourself now to be alive unto God, Romans 6, 9 to 11, being dead unto sin, and become the servant of righteousness. This believing in Christ Embracing and relying upon him as set forth in the precious promises of the gospel, Second Peter 1 Peter 1.4, does draw virtue from Christ into your heart and does more and more incorporate you into him. And by it, he, by his spirit, dwells in you. Ephesians 3.17 whereby of his life and grace, John 1, 
12 through 16, you receive life and grace, and so you are made partaker of the divine nature, shunning the corruption which is in the world through lust. Second, affect your heart with joy unspeakable and with peace in believing. Romans fifteen thirteen, considering that you are justified through our Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 5, 1 through 3. Philippians 4, 4. This joy of the Lord, Nehemiah 8, 10, as a cordial will exceedingly strengthen grace in the inner man. Third, take heed of quenching or grieving the spirit. 1 Thessalonians, verses 19 to 21. But nourish by the frequent use of holy meditation, prayer, hearing and reading the word, receiving the sacrament by a Christian communion with such as fear God, Acts 1, 12 through 14, 2, 42 to 46, 4, 32 and 33. And by attending to the motions of the Spirit of God, which you shall know to be from it, (laughs) why not him, when the thing whereunto it moves is both for matter and circumstance, according to the scripture, the word of the Spirit. This is to be led of the Spirit. And this will be to walk in the Spirit, and then you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. Galatians 5, 16-18 There remains yet one principal work wherein consists the chief business of the day of your fast, for which all hitherto spoken makes way, and by which, with the former means, you may attain to true reformation of yourself and reconciliation with God, which is invocation and earnest prayer to God in the name of Christ through the Holy Ghost, 1 Samuel 7, 6, Nehemiah 1, 4, etc., 9, 5, etc., Daniel 9, 3, etc. In particular, large and hearty confessions and complaints against yourself for your sins, asking forgiveness, making known your holy resolutions, asking grace, and giving thanks that God is at peace with you, having given Christ for you and to you upon your believing in him, and that he has given you a mind to know him. First John 5.20 And the power of his resurrection with other first fruits of the Spirit, which is the earnest of your inheritance. Ephesians 1.13 and 14 Let this solemn and more than ordinary seeking of God by prayer alone Be twice at least in the day of your fast, besides your ordinary prayers, in the morning and evening, 
And having thus obtained peace with God through faith in Christ Jesus, you may, nay, ought to pray for the good or against the evil, which was the occasion of the fast. Ezra 8.23 Second Chronicles 23 through 6, etc. But in praying, you must in fervency of spirit cry mightily. Jonah 3 8. Striving and wrestling in prayer. The extraordinary burnt offerings and sin offerings. Besides the sin offering, of the atonement to be offered on the solemn day of the fast, Numbers 29, 7 through 12, under the law, which, as I told you, in the morality of it, is the standard of religious fasts, does show that a fast must be kept in manner as has been said, for hereby we prepare and sanctify ourselves and seek to God in Christ. Hereby, we by faith lay hold on Christ, the only true sacrifice for sin. And hereby, we do by him draw nigh to God and in token of thankfulness, do give ourselves to be a whole and living sacrifice holy and acceptable to God, which is our reasonable service. Romans 12, 1. For your greater and more thorough humbling of yourself and further exercise of your faith in God and love to your brethren and church of God, something yet is to be added. You must represent to your thoughts also, the sins and evils that are already upon or hanging over the head of your family and nearest friends and of the town, country, or kingdom where you live, together with their several aggravations. Lay them to heart. Psalm 119, 136-158, through 158. Jeremiah 9, 1 13, 17, considering that they, by sinning, do dishonor God, your Father, and do bring evil upon the souls and bodies of those whom you should love as well as yourself. And it is a thousand to one, but that you are involved in their sins and become accessory, if not by example, counsel, permission, or concealment, yet in not grieving for them, in not hating them, and in not confessing and disclaiming them sufficiently before God. These also bring common judgments upon church and state which you should prefer before your own particular interest and wherein you may expect to share a part. You must therefore affect your heart with these thoughts and mourn for your own first 
and then for the abominations of your family, town, country, and kingdom, Ezekiel 9, 4. For the sins of princes and nobles, Nehemiah 9, 34. For the sins of ministers and people. And not only for present sins of the land, but for the sins long since committed, whereof it has not yet repented, Daniel 9, 5 and 6. Rivers of waters should run down from your eyes. Psalm 119, 136. At least sighs and groans should rise from your heart. Ezekiel 9, 4. Jeremiah 9, 1. Because others, as well as yourself, have forgotten God's law and have exposed themselves to his destroying judgments. Do all this so that you may pour out your heart like water to the Lord in their behalf. Lamentations 2, 18 and 19. This is to stand in the breach. Exodus 32, 11 through 15. Psalm 106, 23. The prayer of a righteous man avails much if it be fervent, James 5, 16 and 17, though he have infirmities. If it should not take good effect for others, yet your tears and sighs shall do good to yourself. Ezekiel fourteen fourteen, it causes you to have God's seal in your forehead. Ezekiel 9, 4. You are marked for mercy. God will take you from the evil to come. Isaiah 57, 1. Or will make a way for you to escape. Jeremiah 39, 16. Or will turn the hearts of your enemies to you. Jeremiah 39, 12. Or if you smart under the common judgment, it shall be sanctified to you. And if you perish bodily, yet when others that cannot live and are afraid to die are at their wit's end, you shall be able in the consciousness of your godly sorrow for your own and others' sins to welcome death as a messenger of good tidings and as a gate to everlasting happiness. If it be a public fast, these things before mentioned are to be done alone, both before and after the public exercises, at which time you must join in public hearing the word read and preached, and in prayer with more than ordinary attention and Fervency. This concludes episode 15 of Henry Scudder's The Christian's Daily Walk.